Hey y'all, I am back and I just wanted to say hi. Happy July. It's almost the middle of July. Actually, no, it is the middle towards the end of July. And it's been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> um, I just wanted to say hey. I hope you're doing well. I hope that the summer's been just a good time of relaxation and air conditioning and pools and maybe some wine spritzers if you're over 21. I don't know, but I hope it's been really good. Um, summer has been challenging for me to say the least. I will not lie to you. It's been a lot, um, but it has also been just, I think the most growth happens when you're being challenged. And even though I can honestly say that I like really didn't see like the growth in me during the seasons and still during the season that I'm in, it's always good to have friends who see it in you and can speak to it. So today on Honestly Same, I thought I would talk about friendship and share a really cool testimony about how God provided some really amazing friends and maybe help you if you're on your journey to finding some really good friends yourself. So sit back, relax, maybe drink some water and stay hydrated. Maybe grab some popcorn. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. But I'm going to share with you my story of God's faithfulness when it came to making friends after being 25 years old. <laughs> because I feel like there's like a lot of like jokes on Twitter and like online about like making friends after your 20s, like after you leave college is like impossible. And honestly, it really does feel that way. Especially when you leave a place where you were surrounded by people your age, people who were in the same major, maybe other majors, but had like similar interests. And it was so easy to find someone who you connected with because it's college and there's always somebody for someone, you know, there's somebody for everybody in college. So this is really just an encouragement because I have been exactly where you are. If you are someone just struggling to find your community and yeah, just thought I would share it with you. So take a listen and then let me know what you think. So uh, let's, I guess, flash back to my application for grad school. That was like fall of 2016. So in the fall of 2016, like I'd known that I wanted to go to grad school for a while. So I was like, okay, like I'm going to apply. I was supposed to apply the fall of 2015, but I was like, I'm not ready. So I instead just stayed on at my job for another year, which was probably like one of the best decisions I could have made. You'll find out why. Uh, so basically, I decided to apply to grad school. I took the GRE in October on Halloween, <laughs> and that was like the most boring Halloween ever. And I did nothing but study and then go to the test. So, um, that's how I spent my Halloween. And then, um, I started to apply around like November and December and I applied to a few schools in state in California. And then I decided that I wanted to apply to at least one out of state school. 
Um, ultimately, I was trying to figure out which one I would want to, like, go to more, what program I thought, like, really fit who I was and, like, where I wanted to, like, end up living and a whole bunch of different factors. Also, who would, like, help me pay for education. So, uh, UGA. Uh, <laughs> shout out. So, the UGA School of Social Work, I had visited maybe, like, I think it was in August. And I was like, this is such a beautiful, like, the school itself is really nice. Like, um, UGA is beautiful, but then the School of Social Work is actually really beautiful, too. So, I was like, yeah, let me just go there. So, no, I was like, this is such a beautiful place. And, like, to me, like, I don't know if anyone else has this, like, thought, but I visited, like, another out-of-state school and their social work department, and the, like, building was kind of, like, just, it just looked like it had been neglected. Like, not like it was run down, but I was just like, this looks like they just were like, okay, social workers, just go in this building and enjoy your life. And, like, not much, like, I don't know, it, it just, it did not seem like an environment where I could picture myself, and it just, it just, the environment just spoke to me, and it was like, don't come here. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to come here. And so when I visited the UGA School of Social Work, I just, I think right away, like randomly, the first thing I noticed was just like the beauty of the building. It's like an old kind of like, I think, it, I forgot what it used to be, but it's like this brick building. It's like really just like nice, well kept. It's like right, um, there's like a porch in the, not a porch, but like a deck in the back of the school where there's like this really, like a lake. It's a lake. It's not like, honestly, I was going to say it's really beautiful. The lake itself is like kind of dirty, but when it's like rushing, it's like the most calming sound ever. Um, and so it's like a really beautiful like area back there with this trees and water and like a good space to just like hang out. I've spent, I spent many, many a days just like kind of just like lazing around by the deck. It's just really a great place to be. So just like the aesthetic of the building, just the, um, I guess the intentionality of having it the your own building is just like, it was important. I don't, I didn't realize at the time, but we had our own building. Um, granted a lot of this, a lot of the like classes were not in that building, but that's beside the point. We had our own building and it was well taken care of. It had, you know, it was like equipped with the things that we needed. I felt like it was just a really good space to have. Like, and like, I honestly think that forever I will remember like being in that building and like just like being able to go downstairs into like the main like little, um, like to the, uh, shoot, the basement, I guess. I forgot what it was called, the basement. Um, I just graduated, but the basement. And that's like where they had like, like a seating area for us to like hang out and like kind of mill around. And then like the, like the second floor which is like another like kind of common area with like computers and just like always running into people like in your program and all your friends and your cohort and um just a really I don't know just like a great environment for social workers because you get to like just like connect with people talk with people vent to people about classes and homework and um it was just a really great space and they had like an outdoor seating too which was also really useful and we spent a lot of time out there too so just a really good experience, honestly, loved, loved it. Um, so, but I didn't know any of this going into my program. I was just like, I'm going to go here because I have a good feeling. <laughs> didn't know anybody going to the school. I'm from California. don't know anyone really in Georgia besides my family. So literally coming here with my suitcase and some dreams. <laughs> I feel like I sound like I'm about to like become an actress or something or like a singer in like Hollywood and I'm from like Indiana but no I was coming from California to Georgia so like the opposite moving from like a you know anyway so I decided on Georgia applied to Georgia got into Georgia and I 
I decided that I was going to go to Georgia. I figured it was my only chance. Like, I've always wanted to live on the East Coast, so I felt like it was the best chance I had to move over to the East Coast, have, like, a plan in mind, not just going there like, okay, well, hopefully this will happen. Like, I'll get a job or people who do that, I'm so proud of you and you're so brave because honestly that freaks me out to like think I'd have to move somewhere and like find a job. It just, that freaks me out. But actually it freaked me out before I moved out to, moved to another state. Now I feel like I would probably be able to do that really relatively easily. Um, but like, anyway, like I'd miss my friends and stuff, but it'd be relatively easy. So anyway, I decided to move to Georgia and around January, I think, is when I got my acceptance letter. And then around, like, I think maybe February or something is when I, like, gave them my, like, I'm coming, my deposit, whatever. And, um, yeah, I was moving. And at first, I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm going to get my master's. I'm so excited. Like, I'm moving to another state. Like, what the heck? And, um, I mean, honestly, I was so excited. But it was also met with a lot of apprehension and fear. Like, that kind of started to sneak in as, like, my moving date kind of got closer just because I was like, wait, like, I literally had just, like, the Lord had provided me with, like, a really great community in terms of, like, a Bible study. And I was like, I'm going to leave my Bible study people. I'm going to leave my whole community. Like, my best friends, like, are here since, like, high school. Like, my, my, my people are here. I'm going to move and, like, change my entire life or, like, move my entire life, up, up, uproot my entire life and go to another place. And have to build and start all over, which sounds so daunting. Um, and I, being completely transparent, I was uh, 25, I think, when I, yeah, wow, okay, I was 25 when I um, decided that I was going to move to Georgia, and I was like, how do you even make friends after you're 21? Like, honestly, like, after you leave college, making friends is so hard. To me, it was, like, so hard because it's, like, after you leave college, you leave this place with all these people that you, like, are around, like, all the time who are your age or, you know, whatever, and maybe have similar interests, maybe not, you know. It's just so easy to connect with people because you're in classes with them or you're in, like, other, you know, organizations with them, clubs, whatever. And so that's, it's pretty easy in terms of, like, being in a one, it's a one-stop shop to making friends in college. At least that was my experience. And so... Moving out of that, like, you know, having been out in the work field for, like, I think two years after graduating from undergraduate, um, undergrad, I, you know, had made friends through work, which was great, but with work, it's, like, people, you know, it's not as, like, it's different. People, like, at work, it's, like, I, I love my friends I made at work, like, love them, um, and still do, and, it's just different because people are, it's like more of a, I think the word is transient because people like leave or like they, you know, have also people who like were working, I was working with were maybe older than me. So they had families and like they couldn't always just like hang out on the weekends or, you know, like be as readily available as someone who was maybe my age would be. Um, I did make some friends who were my age, you know, and stuff like that, but it's just different. So yeah, it was just like, how do you make friends? And so the idea of moving to another state and, like, not having a friend group, like, in that state was really scary just because I was, like, okay, I have to make friends. And I'm not, like, I don't think that I'm terrible at making friends, but it is, like, it's just daunting because you're, like, okay, well, I have, like, all of these really good connections here. Like, I have people who I can talk to if I'm feeling sad or angry or bent. I have people I can talk to if I'm having 
you know, just like doubts in my faith or just need like some encouragement in my walk, like all that stuff, you know? And it's like, I have these relationships I've built up and like through experiences together and all these things, like they know me, they know me like well, all of those things. And so, um, it's just like, I, it's like going to a place where I wasn't already like known was scary because it's like, well, who do I turn to when that ha those things happen? Like, who am I going to like turn to? Like, and not to say that, you know, of course we have phones, we have FaceTime and believe me, those came in so handy when I moved. But also, like, I'm human and I need, like, to be able to, like, hang out with people, you know, and, like, go and, like, experience, like, life with people and do life with people, which includes, like, you know, hanging out with them in person, not just, like, on the phone. Um, and so that was, like, a concern that started to, like, creep up and stuff, and I was, like, really worried. And, um, yeah, I just remember, like, that season, like, from, I think, February to... August um, of 2017 before I'd started my program was just a season of praying praying to the Lord that he would be faithful and provide me with friends and I have to say that when I was praying to the Lord and I was like hey God like I'm scared <laughs> I need friends and I don't know how I'm gonna make friends like I know that I you know I know that you want me to go here you've opened all of the doors and the windows and like the base, I don't know, all the little, all the crevices are open and you just are like, go do this thing, do this big thing. And, um, I was like, okay, I guess I'm doing this big thing. I know that you have a plan. So please, would you just provide me with people who like will challenge me in my faith, will love me, will, um, like be real with me, <laughs> you know, like, and, and will want to get to know me and like know me like well, um, and so it's like, it was just, after I would pray those things and ask God for it, I just felt peace knowing that he would. And basically I just prayed like that he would orchestrate, like I pictured God as like the, I guess I would say he was like the, like stage manager, the person in charge of the whole production, right? And I was like the, like audience member, I guess, like not involved but not like super involved you know like I and he was the one like you know when you go to a show like Hamilton and you get there and it's like kind of like the set the setting you can see the scenery it's like kind of in place like you see little props and stuff You're like oh this looks really awesome you know like okay like I can see where this is going and then the lights come on and then you're like whoa and you're just like how in the world did they do this like it looks amazing and, like, they just keep surprising you with different things. And you just, like, wow, like, they were so intentional with how they built this thing. Like, how they brought these things out. And, and man, they were really orchestrating things behind the scenes. I didn't even know. Um, but, like, you just trust when you go sit in the theater that you're going to be wowed by a show. And that, like, it's going to be worth it. So, <clears throat> excuse me. That's what I prayed. I prayed that the Lord would orchestrate. Like, that was, like, the language I used. I said, Lord, would you please orchestrate? Like, would you just be working behind the scenes in this? And would you please just, like, I just pray that you would just provide me with people who know you, will love me, and people I can connect with. Um, and 
I just, I, I like would just pray that. I prayed that multiple times over the course of like six months. Like, and I just trusted that God would. Like, I don't even know. Like, it sounds like simple. I just trusted him. But I, I literally just was like, I'm trusting God to do this. There's no other, like, there really wasn't another option. <laughs> it was like, okay, either trust him or I don't. So it's like, you know, what's the better deal out of this? So I was like, I'm going to just trust him. Trust that he's leading me to a place that's going to be really good for me in the long run. It's going to be really hard, but really good. Um, and so I prayed those things and August rolls around and I moved to Georgia. Never have lived anywhere besides California in my entire life. Never anywhere besides the East Bay in California specifically. I'm from the Bay Area. People always say I'm from Los Angeles. I am not. I'm from the Bay Area. And that is very evident when you get to know me and yeah, it's just, yeah, I'm not from LA or SoCal. Anyway, so I get there and I'm all moved in. I have my stuff. Shout out to my parents for helping me move and my family for just being supportive. Um, and I, you know, I think it was, there was like the first few weeks of like, you know how they have like all these like meet and greet orientation stuff. Um, well, we had that. And um, one, like, so one girl, one girl, she messages the Facebook like group because we have like a group of for a cohort and she's like, Hey, does anybody need a ride to orientation? Um, I'm carpooling with like two other girls. If you would like to come with us, let us know. And my parents were in town and like me being like, a little duckling. I'm like, I don't really know if I want to like leave my parents. Maybe I'll just like, you know, go with my mom or she'll take me. And then I was like, I don't know what it was, but I was just like, you know, maybe I'll just go and like meet up with them and like see, just meet some people in my program. I think I was thinking like at least I would meet people in my program and kind of like get a feel for it, um, for the people that I'd be meeting. So I replied and I was like, hey, I would love to join. And so she's like, okay, great. So we'll pick you up, um, you know, at your place and da, 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 da. So she did. And it was myself and then three other girls from my cohort and we were all just entering the program we were all excited and like so you know when you go to orientation I don't know if you've ever been to any kind of orientation whether it's like for a summer camp a school whatever but usually like there's like this period of like time where you meet people and you're like okay like I've met them I'll probably see them around but I probably you know won't be like super close to them like I'll be like Hey, like, okay, great. I remember you from the car. Remember how we, yeah. So it's like, kind of like you have that mind. I had that mindset. I don't know if anyone else does. Maybe I'm just like weird, but I was like, okay, like, yeah, okay. I'll see them around. Um, but like, it was just different. Like I could just tell. So like literally within the first, like, cause it took us maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes to get to the actual orientation. But within that 15 minutes, like God showed up, like, he like really showed up like he was just there like it was like he'd been waiting for me just to get into that car and he was like okay let's do it and the three girls ended up being like three of my closest friends in grad school like and in life sorry in life too guys sorry um and so I I mean I don't know if I want to mention names but they know who they are and literally like I like we started talking and just like they were it was just like it was so strange because I've never met people just so welcoming and kind 
I mean, I know people who welcome me in kind, but like, you know, when you're in a new, I just didn't expect it. Like I, and I was just like, wow, like I could just feel something different about these girls. Um, and then before we actually walked out to the orientation, we all like had somehow <laughs> discovered that we were all believers and we all had a faith, you know, had faith in, in God and like knew who he was personally, all that kind of stuff. And it was just like, what? And it, it didn't click to me like then, but it was God. He literally, literally like, cause my friend only had like, I think she had like room for five people, but four comfortably. And literally, I was the last person to respond and, like, get a seat in the car. So I'm just, like, it. whenever I think of that story, I just think of God's goodness. And I'm reminded of it. And it was honestly, that was, it was God's faithfulness. That's the reason I was in that car, was because he'd heard my prayers to meet people who knew him, who would love me, and who would be people I could connect with on more than just, like, a kind of a superficial level. So orientation goes and we like sit together and like, you know, we chat and talk and stuff and it goes really well. And, you know, we like they became three of my best friends like in school and and in life. Um, and after that happened, um, the girl, the girl, you know who you are. She invited me to a church like nearby that she'd heard of or maybe she'd gone to a few times. And that's where I met another friend from our cohort. And we also became really close after a while. And one of our friends who was in like this kind of cohort group, I remember, and I always say this because I just like, I, I just always say this when I'm with them. I'm like, I remember when I met you and it's weird not saying names, but I just don't feel like sharing names, but you guys know who you are. Um, but I was in class and like we it was like probably like the first week or something I don't remember and like I just remember her like either saying something funny or having a funny facial expression <laughs> because she's hilarious and I don't remember what it was but I just remember like thinking in my head like I want to know her <laughs> like I want to know that girl I want to know who she is and yeah it just it's just crazy and so the moral of the story <laughs> I'm I'm almost 20 minutes here but the moral of the story is God is so good. He is so good and he's so faithful. And like if you are struggling with making friends and like worried that you can't make friends because you're like, I don't know, over 25, maybe whatever, out of college, like you're just like, there's nobody around. I guess I just encourage you, like I will say that I was in a school, a, pro, a graduate program. So, of course, like, there'd be people I would connect with. It's a little easier to, like, meet people when you're doing something that you're interested in. And, like, you meet people who share that interest. So I'll say that. But that doesn't mean that you can't meet people just, like, if you're in the working world. Like, you know, you, you can meet people through, like, any kind of thing. Like, if you volunteer anywhere, even if it's just one time, or you, like, are involved at, like, church or something, or, like, if you you know, just like to go out and dance. Sometimes you just meet people in the most random places and you just don't even know. But I will say that if you are somebody who um, believes in God and is like, or trying to trust him with things like, you know, having like things like friendships and, and cultivating those kind of like real relationships, I would just say that you um, can go to him anytime and just like ask him to like provide. And 
like, I always think about this and I'm like, you know, it's funny because I think when I was praying about it, I was like expecting that when I got to Georgia, it would take a really, really long time for me to make friends. Like I knew God would provide, like I, I really knew he would provide, but I also believed that, okay, it's going to take a while. People don't just make friends when they just like go to a new place. Like it takes time. It takes like, could take months, whatever. And honestly, I mean, it took months to cultivate the friendship, but it took me like less than like being in Georgia for less than three weeks to make these really good connections um, that have lasted for years now. So um, I would just encourage you that you should pray about it. You know, just ask God to provide it. He will. He's faithful to provide people who will um, strengthen your like you and in your faith and will walk alongside you. He's faithful to provide it. Also would encourage you to be patient um, because it could take, could take God a day. You could meet your new best friend tomorrow. You could meet your new, like, really good, like, spiritual, like, um, I guess, spiritual walk partner. I don't know what you call them, but, like, <laughs> a person that you connect with spiritually, like, in three years. Like, I don't know, but I know that, like, he will provide. Um, and I think, like, all I can say is just to have faith that he will. I'm not saying that if you have like the most faith ever, he's going to provide it to you sooner. I'm just saying that if you have faith in it, it's going to happen. And I, I'm also saying this to myself. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm saying this when it comes to like another area of my life, but we'll talk about that another time. Um, but like have faith and just like know um, that he is good and he provides. And yeah, I think that's it. Uh, thank you for spending the last... 25 minutes with me? 24? Whatever it is. Thanks. And I hope this was encouraging. And if anything, um, yeah, feel free to ask me any questions if you have any. I don't know what questions you would have, but if you have questions about UGA, school social work, uh, friends, I don't know. I'm not an expert, but I can tell you my experience and that's about it. All right. See you later. Well, talk to you later. It's fine. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I hope this episode was encouraging to you and that you will go forth and have faith that God will provide those friends that you need. He is faithful to provide. I promise you he is. Um, it doesn't always feel that way. I can, I'll be honest and blunt. Yeah, uh, having faith is hard. Being a believer is hard. Uh, but ultimately, like, he has you in mind and he is good. Um, so I hope this encouraged you. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at Olean, O-H-L-E-I-G-H-A-N-N. -N. You can check out my blog at Olean.com. I have not updated it in a while, but check it out. There might be something that could encourage you there. Um, yeah, or email me at Leanne at Olean.com. Talk to you soon. Bye.